Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Cancer Answers Talk Story. I'm your host Heather Ifud and joining me today is Limomi Golis. She is a cancer survivor and a caregiver. She was diagnosed with lymphoma in 1998 at the age of 38. She also served as a caregiver for her son um, and she has volunteered extensively and continues to do so at the University of Hawaii Cancer Center and also American Cancer Society. She currently serves as a care coordinator at um, HMSA, which is the Hawaii Medical Service Association. Limomi, thank you so much for your time today. It's an honor for me to be here well, talking with you. Here, yeah. yeah. So Limomi, I want to first ask you, because you are a cancer survivor, what was your initial reaction to being diagnosed with lymphoma? Well, with everybody else, you know, why me? Yeah. And especially at that time, because, uh, you know, my son, who was a um, was born special needs, he was born with a small brain. So I was his, yeah, I was a single mom and a, you know, his caregiver. Although I lived with sister, my sister, my older sister, who was a nurse too, and you know, she provided support. But you know, it, being a mom, I wanted to be the one that you know provided all the care, best care that I could. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, so that was kind of my um, my reaction was, well, who's going to take care of my son? Yeah, yeah. Now that, you know, I have to go through this, so. And you had the support system, but like what made you resilient during this time to care for your son? Because you were also going through cancer. Yeah. So well, how was that? Know, like? yeah. My thing was I needed to, so because I knew I had Brian, I had to, I knew I had to survive. And yeah make the best out of it and you know you you go to the treatments and you get all the side effects but you know i, I just thought of it as temporary and mm -hmm. it'll go away that you know it sucks now but it'll go away eventually so mm -hmm. i just have to you know go with the flow mm -hmm. knowing that it, everything is just temporary and i say this to all of my um um my other cancer friends yeah or survivor friends that I helped with my support group that I facilitate, but all of a yeah, you know, we have all these um, side effects, but you gotta think about it, it's just temporary, you cannot linger on it because otherwise it doesn't let you, you know, go forward and um, get the best out of it, mm. if that's a way to think about it. And you also had a stem cell transplant, which is equivalent to a clinical trial in 1999. Yeah. So how did that help you with cancer? Well, it, because it was a clinical trial. Yeah, it was you, a clinical yeah. trial. So with clinical trials, you know, it it doesn't. You're not designated to do the clinical trial that um, they have offered. So with the clinical trial, what most people don't understand is that. If you sign up for a clinical trial, you're either going to have the clinical trial that they want to do or standard um, treatment. Mm -hmm. So it's like a 50-50. So my oncologist told me that it, it's like a toss of the coin to see whether you didn't get the um, this research stem cell um, mm -hmm. trial or standard treatment. So I guess I hit heads and I, I got to do the stem cell transplant which you know that was like almost 24 years ago so now with all the research it, you know stem cell transplant has gone a long way it's not as um 
barbaric mm-hmm. as it used to be, um, you know, because I had to go through full body radiation back then, and now they don't do that. Um, but it's become less evasive. Mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, proud to say that I, I was part of that study that helped with um, advances in treatment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It does help. Yeah. And you also participated um, in the Healthy Diet and Lifestyle Study too, yeah. which is still, which is a yeah. which is a clinical trial here yeah. at the University of Hawaii Cancer Center. Uh-huh. So how was that experience like and why do you think that trial was important for you to participate in? Okay. So I wanted because I have a history of diabetes and I was oh. morbidly obese and mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's a good way to you know, to work towards a goal to getting my A1C mm-hmm. down, getting my weight down. And, you know, um, I got to say, it's a terrific um, study to be with. I'm still part of it. Um, I've gone through one year of it, so they're still wow. kind of monitoring me. So when I first started, my A1C was like almost 7. And now it's like 5.7. So, and I've lost about maybe 25, 30 pounds now. And what is A1C? Oh, it's not like your, they monitor for your di- diabetes. Okay. It's like a, they check your blood hemoglobin or something like that. I should know because I'm a nurse, but I just know that over seven is bad. Mm. Below six is, you're good. <laughs> and, but this trial, you lost 30 pounds? I lost 30 pounds. Wow, yeah. that's excellent. Lemami, thank you so much for taking out time to be here with me and joining me for this podcast. It's an honor for me. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, glad to be here. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Um, that is all for now. You can always go to our website, uhcancercenter.org, for more information. Take care. Until next time.